Can we um talk about the birth? Of Karen from finance. Yeah, was it a painful birth? Was it a natural birth? It was a very, it was a very natural, organic, at-home birth. I, um, I would be, I would be, I'd be mistaken if I said that it was a drug-free birth. Uh, it was a, it was a. Um... Hello and welcome to a cheeky little bonus episode of In the Frame. Today we have drag royalty on the podcast, the incredible Karen from Finance, who I think was the standout star from the debut season of RuPaul's Drag Race Down Under. Karen has left Australia behind, come over to London, and she has been working. Most recently, she starred in a UK tour of Death Drop, and she's now starring in Tuck Shop's all-drag West End panto, Dick Whittington, starring as Alice alongside Cheryl Hull's Dick and Theresa May's Rat and Holly Stars's Cat. The show is running at the Phoenix Theatre for select performances throughout December and January. I'm already hearing incredible things. And on top of that, Karen is also about to do her one-person show in the heart of Leicester Square. She is busy making lots of things happen and I was super excited to have a chat with her during a break from rehearsals. Here's the interview. Karen from Finance, you're in the fray. Thank you so much. It's so good to be on the show and it's so good to be in the West End. I know, you're a West End star now. I tell you what, I cannot wait to update my biography. It's just, (laughs) this is like dreams coming true, you know, it's so exciting. Now we just did like an Olivier Award nomination. We just like... (laughs) Oh, yeah. It, well, it's all just going to come flooding through after this panto season, you know? It's just going to be showering with awards. I'm going to be, I'm basically the new Adele. <laughs> yes, step aside, Adele. Yeah. yeah we'll have... 30 what? <laughs> <laughs> um, so you've had a whirlwind year, a whirlwind time. I mean, everyone has, but yours has been a whirlwind for some very different reasons. What's it like to suddenly in London like what gear is your brain in yeah you know what that's a really good question and one that I um um I need to ask myself (laughs) I um (laughs) we you know we're in December now so I have the privilege of hindsight and I am completely overwhelmed at what this year has brought you know for, for, for so many it's just brought lockdowns and no work whereas um my goodness, it, the the year started with me filming Drag Race and it's finishing with me, you know, headlining a panto in the West End. <laughs> it's uh, it, it's been a wild roller coaster of a year. I feel very, very privileged and very lucky. I guess when you go on to Drag Race, um, and obviously this is the first season for Australia and New Zealand as well, mm. the show's popping up all over the world. It's always growing. So I guess you kind of knew that was a big deal, but I guess you never know what the response is going to be like beyond home, right? And the fact that it was such a hit over here in London and like suddenly the world is your oyster. It must be insane to suddenly feel that 
the opportunities is just kind of giving and giving and giving. Yeah, it is. It is really bizarre. It, I actually almost feel like our season was more popular here in the UK than it was even back home. Really? Because I think, well, because at home it was it was on you know a very specific Australian streaming service, whereas here it was on the BBC. And so yeah, I don't know. Like walking the streets and going to the clubs here, it's just I I just feel like. <laughs> yeah, a lot more people saw it and a lot more people enjoyed it here than back home, which is really cool. It's really, really fun. I mean, yeah, you, you're going to be needing to spend a lot of time in London then, I guess. Well, I, I tell you what, I, you know, I'm not making any promises, but I'm very, very interested in potentially moving here. So <gasps> we'll see what the, we'll see what the new year has in store. <laughs> okay. Okay. But for now, you're here. You're, well, you're doing a couple of things, but first of all, Dick Whittington. So this is for Tuck Shop you just did you just worked with before. What when this kind of came up, why were you like, yes, I need some dick this Christmas? Uh, <laughs> that was the first thing I said when they asked me. <laughs> uh, well, I, yeah. So I've I've just I've just come, I've just wrapped a um, UK and Dublin tour of Death Drop with Tuck Shop, which was amazing. Which is why I'm over here in the first place. And um, when I when I booked that tour, um, Australia was still in lockdown. So I thought. When the tour is over, why don't I give myself an extra two months in London just to, you know, holiday and hang out and enjoy some freedom? And so, of course, halfway through the Death Drop tour, um, you know, the, the, the panto offer came up and I thought, well, who am I to take a holiday, you know? <laughs> Let's, uh, this opportunity is too real to pass up. And so that's kind of how it came about, I guess. It's just it, all the ducks just lined up in a row and we're knocking them down one by one. What can people expect from the show? What are rehearsals like? What's happening? Oh my gosh, the rehearsals, I, I mean, the, the rehearsals are so fun. It's one of those times where you're like, I can't believe like this is our job. It's just like the most amazing cast, the funniest people I've ever met in my entire life coming together to, and you know, I mean, you know what pantos are like, they're ridiculous. And um, I think that given the cast that uh, we've got together for Dick Whittington, it's just, it's so much more ridiculous than you could ever possibly imagine. <laughs> it's just so fun. Did you have panto in Australia? No, no. Not at all. Um, so I've, I've had to do my research in the lead up to this. I've been watching as many pantos on YouTube as I can to try, because I, I mean, I re- when I first read the script, I thought, what on earth is going on here? <laughs> I, did, I couldn't comprehend it. But I trust and believe, you know, I'm a hard worker. I've been doing my research. I now I understand, <laughs> you know, the, sta- the staples that panto requires. You know, all those staple scenes, are they're all happening in our version of Dick Whittington. Um, and then you add the drag on top and it's just it's just a, a you know a crazy a crazy mess of a roller coaster yeah this is like a fun kind of twist of panto like a special yes dragtacular panto was Where it, basically is, everybody is the dame <laughs> <laughs> is there naughtiness like should i be bringing my nieces and nephews to this show i don't recommend bringing your nieces and nephews no <laughs> Oh, usually when people say, oh, can I bring my kids to the drag show? I say, well, you know, it's not up to me. Don't ask the drag queen. It's up to you and your parenting skills. Whereas um, I think that with this pento, I can put my foot down and say, do not bring the kids. <laughs> <laughs> what, um, what can we expect? You're playing, you're playing Alice. I'm what? playing Alice. So I'm playing, I'm playing Dick Whittington's love interest, as you would, as you would know. And of course, Dick Whittington is being played by the one and only Cheryl Hole. So, uh, Sh- Cheryl and I get to play, um, <laughs> get to fall in love in front of your very eyes, which is really, really fabulous. <laughs> um, 
But I think that what you can um, what you can expect from this show um, and and the twist that we put on the you know the traditional story of Dick, Dick Whittington is that it's very very gay. It's very very um, it, it's very Western based. The whole the whole thing is set in Soho, um, and it's you know it's the gay Soho that we we all know and love. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I mean I I don't want to give too much more away because <laughs> that's all that's all you really need to know. <laughs> And you're busy because you also have your one woman show, Cameron from Finance, is out of office. Yes! Um, that's happening <laughs> on the 13th of December, right? Tell me about this show. Is Have you done your one person show before? Is this something, an act that you've kind of had for a while? Yeah, this, this is... Show? The- uh, th- th- this this is not a new show. This is uh, this one is is, is well worked um, back home in Australia, but it's the first time I'm presenting it here in the UK, um, and so it's a it's a it's a one night only, and it's um I'm actually really looking forward to that show specifically because it is um I, you know I've I've been over here playing characters in scripted um in scripted drag shows, whereas this is this is my first opportunity to be Karen from Finance and really show Londoners who Karen from Finance is. And it's um it's such a fun show. Like it's another crazy journey. Um but it's full of all the things you'd expect Karen's show to have. Like really, really fun numbers, a wild storyline, lots of videos and costumes and all the dazzle. It's really fun. Do you enjoy that or, or, or are you terrified of that feeling of when it is literally just you for like an hour versus when you're like doing something as a kind of some, like an ensemble? What what are you like? Uh, <laughs> um, I no, I'm I'm ver- very well versed at being on my own. <laughs> so uh, we all know Karen from Finance is dead single. You know, um, she lives for the work. <laughs> so um, she, the, yeah, I'm uh, out of, out of office. Uh, I, I I really do love that format. Although I have fallen in love with working with an ensemble, you know, in Death Drop, and of course Dick Whittington as well. It's just really nice to. Um, to have such different personalities in the drag scene come together to create like a new, um, I don't know, a, a new world. It's a, I have, I haven't really done that much before. I haven't explored that much before. So that I, I'm having, I'm having fun doing that as a, as a new experience. Mm. Can we, um, talk about the birth of Karen from finance? Yeah. I love, I think, I think Karen from finance is the best drag name. Oh, ever, thank you. Of all time. <laughs> I was doing, I was working in an office recently and there was someone called Polly from Finance. I had to do a few tours and I kept talking, I kept saying like, not to be confused with Karen from Finance, this is Polly from Finance. And you know, we had so many chats. It was, it's like, it is genius. Tell me about the birth. Was it a painful birth? Was it a natural birth? Was it an easy, like natural name? Was it based on someone like what? How did it all begin for Karen? It was a very, it was a very natural, organic, at-home birth. I, um, I would be, I would be, I'd be mistaken if I said that it was a drug-free birth. Uh, it was a, it was a, um, a Karen from finance. I mean, she's like, she's like eight years old now, and she started off as a party girl. You know, I just, um, the drag for me was just a, a really fun way to go out and experiment with the liberation of, you know, people not knowing who you were and being able to be a character and kind of make your own world. I, I started off as a, like a real party girl, but then um, when I realized that the um, the creative license that drag offered was so liberating, I think I, that's when I kind of switched into being, you know, a pro rather than just a, just there for the party. And the way that that evolution has, has come over the years is just, I mean, it's wild. When I look back to her genesis eight years ago, I mean, she was a, she was a mess. <laughs> Whereas now... Um, 
No, she's a very refined, wise, older, um, you know, glam- glamorous, commercial, uh, corporate office worker. Um, and, uh, but I think, I think that what's come with the maturity of Karen from finance is that she knows how to bring the party while still being that professional diva. Mm. I mean, could you, f- I just feel like the concepts is, is there's no, there's no limits, you know, on the show, you were on, on Drag Race, you were able to do so much with it. It was incredible. Yeah. Could you feel that like Rue and the team, could you, and could you feel that they were appreciating the concept of what were you doing? Could you feel, could you, I feel like you were on, you were onto something. You were, you know, you had so many strengths based, I think, just from the character you had created. Oh, thank you. Yeah. It's, um, it's, it's something that I feel really lucky to have come across because, um, I, as soon as, as soon, I feel like as soon as people hear the name Karen from finance, they automatically know who that is. And, uh, in the early days, what I really loved is that I would just have to mention, I would just have to introduce myself to people and they would almost like come up with the jokes themselves. They'd be like, Oh my God, Karen from finance. Does she do this? Is this what she's like at the office? Is this what she's like at Friday night drinks? And so everyone already knows and gets and loves Karen from finance. And so I have the privilege of, um, you know, manipulating that and creating work out of it and making a show out of it. And I felt like the same thing happened on Drag Race too. I think Rue and Michelle, you know, had their, their ideas of who Karen was already and they were really excited to see that come to life. Mm. Tell me finally about coming into this Drag Race world, you know, it is a global fan base, the social media attention. There's just, it's like you've literally walked into this different universe, you know, and it's amazing. It's incredible. I mean, how I still think it's insane, the kind of level of commercial ability, if that's a word that... Is attached to the Drag Race franchise. What what's it been like to come into this universe and to feel the love and to have you know to to, to be part of this? Well, the feeling the love is still extremely overwhelming, and I don't think I'll ever get past that. It's um <laughs> it's really really weird to be on the other side of the world, walking down the street out of drag, and people recognize you and spot you and call out and ask for a photo that's just that's just the coolest thing but i think that my favorite thing so far is definitely becoming part of the world in terms of the sisterhood um and with there being all of these international franchises now coming together with the other girls that have been on the show before and being able to share stories and thoughts and feelings and and um that 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 sisterhood and their intercontinental connections that um you can make with a complete stranger just because they've been on the show there's something really special about that and and knowing that there's only a you know a select number of people in the world that that get that it, that, that that's really cool the sisterhood's amazing and you'll forever be a down under um, OG as well. Down under OG diva, yes, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> um, so everybody's come to see Dick Whittington at the Phoenix Theatre, and then Karen for finances out of office. Leicester, that's in Leicester Square on the thirteenth. In Leicester December. Square in the Spiegel Tent, yeah, Literally. right in the heart of it. Literally, doesn't get bigger than that. Listen, thank you so much for your time, taking time out of rehearsals to talk to me. Good luck with everything, and. Um, I look forward to seeing lots more of you in London. Thanks, Andrew. Thanks for the chat. I'll see you at the show. See you at the show. You can see Karen from Finance in Dick Whittington, the all-drag West End panto at the Phoenix Theatre throughout December and January. You can also see Karen from Finance's one-woman show. Karen from Finance is out of office on the 13th of December in Leicester Square.
Thank you so much to Karen for taking time out of her day and out of her rehearsal schedule to record this episode of In The Frame. If you're enjoying this season, make sure you hit subscribe, hit follow, leave us a rating, even write us a review. And you can also join in with the fun on all things West End Frame on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook. I'll be back on Friday with theatrical legend Anna Jane Casey who is currently starring in the West End production of Cabaret but until then thank you for listening <laughs>